The Magi didn't mess around with their words. They said, we would like to know. <laughs> We're here to see only the king born. See, King Herod, mm, that wasn't him. He knew that too. We might have found bounty paper towels at that point, the quicker picker-upper, amen? Because I'm telling you, King Herod was not in a good place because the Magi, I love that about the Magi. You talking about lasered up and focused. They knew, they have known for a long time, okay? They were astrologers. They knew the word. They knew what they were looking for. They knew, they'd been, they had been waiting on the Messiah. They'd been waiting on the King. I mean, do you understand the impact of what that star meant to them? Hey guys, this is Pastor Tommy. Thanks for joining us today at the church at Bushland. Man, we pray that your faith will be encouraged and inspired from today's message. Man, it's so good to see each of you this morning. Uh, very special morning. Uh, not that any of them are more special than the other, but we love manger offering. It's uh, just a beautiful time for the family. It's a beautiful time for our church. Um, and as I set it up this morning, I'll kind of talk through kind of how we do that and uh, why we do it and all of those things. And uh, just know that it is, it is one of the, I, I get more parents say to me, Thank you, thank you, thank you. We love Christmas at TCAB. We love everything about it. We love the manger. It just really sets our children. It sets them to understand why Christmas is Christmas and what it's all about. And so thank you for letting them come to the manger. And you'll see that in a little bit when they lead us. But if you have your Bible, have a little bit of time. I wanna kind of teach a little bit about why we do what we do and kind of echo joy. That's the word, the last of the, the words for, for the Christmases. So I'm in Matthew chapter two. Matthew chapter two, if you have your word, if you'll go there. I wanna read the text and then kind of break it down a little bit for you. Matthew chapter two, verse one. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, during the, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who's been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet had written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of the people, my people of Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and he said, go and make careful search for this child. As soon as you find him, report to me so I too may go and worship him. After they, heard, after they had heard the king, they went on their way and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and they worshiped him. And then they opened their treasures and they presented him with gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their own country a different route. So I want you to see some things here. 
Look at verse two. Might be the most powerful verse ever. There's some powerful verses, but I want you to see this for a little bit. Look at verse two. The Magi said when they came to the east, they asked, they asked. Watch this. Look how they're asking. This is King Herod. He has a name, King, okay? Now, that's an appointed name by man, okay? Or that he grew up to be the king, okay? Now, watch what they ask. Where is the one, one, who had been born king? Hmm. You catch that? Where's the one that's been born king? I'm not real sure that there wasn't a puddle under King Herod at this time. Now, I understand this. You know what I mean? (laughs) I picture LeBron James, king. If you asked him and King Jesus walked up to him and introduced himself, I'm King Jesus, he will not reply, "Mm, I'm King LeBron. He'll bow. Amen. When you meet the king, you know you met the king. The Magi didn't mess around with their words. They said, we would like to know. (laughs) We're here to see only the king born. The king that was born. See, King Herod, mm, that wasn't him. He knew that too. He knew that too. We might have found bounty paper towels at that point. The quicker picker upper, amen? Because I'm telling you, King Herod was not in a good place. Because the Magi, I love that about the Magi. You talking about lasered up and focused. They knew, they have known for a long time, okay? They were astrologers. They knew the word. They knew what they were looking for. They knew, they'd been, they had been waiting on the Messiah. They'd been waiting on the king. I mean, do you understand the impact of what that star meant to them? It is an incredible statement right off the bat to King Herod. (laughs) We've come to see the king that was born, the one that was born king. My friends, I'm gonna tell you right now, you're gonna need some time with that. I want you to sit with that this Christmas season. That is an incredible declaration, okay? There is one king, and the same echo that the Magi gave, the same echo that we just sang about, has to be the echo and the cry unapologetically of your heart. There is one king in my life. There's one king, and his name is Jesus. One king. That's who I seek. That's who is worthy to have me bow to. That's who I'll bow to. King Jesus. Once you see some other things, I love the declaration of the prophetic word. They knew the word. They knew the prophetic word. They knew, man. They knew where this star would be. If you have your own Bible, I've told you several times, if you have your own Bible, King Herod and the Magi, he said to them, then, King, then Herod called to the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. Then watch what he says. I, I want to go there and worship him. <laughs> That's a lie. That's a lie. Can I tell you something? The enemy might try to lie to you, but the Holy Spirit will always bring clarity in your life. When you get a check in your spirit about something, you trust that the Holy Spirit will give illumination to that, fresh revelation. 
There's a lot of, there's a lot of times that the enemy tries to mess with you, okay, and, and, and try to confuse you, all right? Jesus not only is king, but he's king of clarity, and he brings clarity in your life. And when you have clarity in your life, my friend, he will laser you up, okay? He, will, he, he absolutely will take you where you've never thought you could even go, okay? He will. King Herod lied to them, and they knew that was a lie. He knew that was a lie. So what I love about this and about this whole setting of the manger, okay, you've got to understand who the Magi were. Were there three? I know there's three on your nativity scene, but there's more than three. If we really had a nativity scene that had all the Magi on it, I'm not sure your house is big enough for all them dudes, okay? You will need a whole house for Christmas and a house you live in, okay? There's a bunch of them. Now, what happened is when they saw the star and they began to leave, this route, this, this, this journey to this manger, okay, was, we can just call it two years, okay? Was it exactly two years? That, that's debatable, but it's with, with around two years because we know what Herod does later after this with the babies, the male babies two years or under, he killed them all to make sure he got Jesus. So we know there's about a two-year journey. You gotta understand, when they start this journey, okay, they're not going to Starbucks and they're getting a coffee and they're, they're turning on Christmas tunes, 94.1, and they're driving and, and, and they're sipping and they're listening and got the heater on. No, they're walking. They're walking, man. They're walking in camels. They're walking in sandals that, that didn't hold up. They're probably barefooted by the time they get there. They're nasty, okay? Two years, they get there. And as they're walking to do this, they are joined all around, all the time. There's people just come in. More people come in. More people come in. More people come in. And by the time they arrive, there's a bunch of them, a bunch of magi. What I love about this, and I love about what we're about to do, there's a manger here, okay? There's some of us in this house, been here the whole time when we did it in the little church. Some of you had done this very many times here. Some of you may have walked in for the very first time in your whole life, and you're like, what a Sunday to pick out of 52 Sundays, all right? I'll talk to y'all just a little bit, okay? Be comfortable, all right? So what I'm saying is, when the, when the Magi got to, ki- to the king, did they know everybody's name? No. Did they know those people? No. They didn't even know how they got there. You ever thought about that? Look around. Look around. You know everybody? No. You know their names? No. Jeff, do you? No. (laughs) No, I'm trying. What I'm saying is, what we have right here, gathered, is by God. From all different places and all different times, God put circumstances and situations and things together to get us here as a church. We're gonna get up in just a little bit and we're gonna make our way around and we're gonna come by the manger. Some of you will know some of the people that come by and some of you will go, I didn't even know they went to our church. That's what the man I did. Imagine I like, I didn't even know he left. He didn't leave when we left. Where did they come from? When did they join us? What I'm saying is, what you're about to see is what the enemy hates the worst. You see, unity, my friends, is gorgeous. And unity in one accord, in one heart, in one mind, in one purpose is a dangerous thing to the enemy. 
Because when a church is in one accord, in one heart, in one heartbeat, in one purpose, and they're lasered up and they're focused, and they don't have to know everybody, and they don't have to know everybody's story, but they all got one thing in vibe. You know what everybody thing, thing you want, what's in common? We're here for King Jesus. We're here for the one who's been born king. We're here for him. See, that's what, they're, that's what they came for. They didn't know everybody. They didn't know their story, but they knew God brought them together for such a time as this, a purpose bigger than themselves, something massive, something big, something that was prophesied years, many years, hundreds of years before, okay? They knew that, and they were lasered up and focused in that one thing. That's what I love to watch. I love to watch the church all together. Is it uncomfortable to get up and walk in front of the church and lay your gift here? Pretty uncomfortable. Introverts, worst Sunday of their life, okay? We pray for y'all the whole time because we know it's tough, man. Gotta go change T-shirts underneath. I mean, it's tough, all right? But what I'm saying is sometimes hmm, when he's king, he'll make you uncomfortable. He'll push you a little bit. He'll say, go do the hard thing. Go do it but I'm with you. See, the Magi, they didn't have an easy walk. They didn't have an easy journey. That wasn't a piece of cake for them, but they were lasered up. They were locked in. They had a purpose. They said, I'm gonna go see the one born king, all right? Born, born, born king. And that's what I love about the church. See, I think about this when I watch this. People say, well, it's all about money. It is not about the money. It's not about the money. It's not about that. It's about a church that is galvanized in one heart, in one accord, in one verse, for one purpose, bigger than themselves, knowing that God has written and breathed on this church, and God's got a big plan for this church. And we come together, all together, even whether we don't know each other, and we don't know our names, we don't know how we got here, and we all got here differently, we're all here. God brought us here, and we're called the church, and we're called to magnify him and exalt him and lift him up and make much of him. And he said, if you lift me up and me only, me, the one born king, I'll draw all men and women, boys and girls to you. Not for your glory and not for the church necessarily, but for my glory. He will use the church to magnify him. And that's what's so beautiful about it is that God does that in the midst of all of it, all right? This is not about the money. This is not about the dollar amount at the end. This is about us being like magi and saying, we're here for the one born king. We're the one, we're after him. And we're gonna galvanize our hearts, galvanize our minds, galvanize all that God has done in our lives. We, God's been good, and now the overflow of that good, we're putting it all together, and we're all together in this right here. And I talked about it. It's either a bigger campus north on our property, or it's what? It's an expansion of the, uh, somewhere else. It's, it's multi-site somewhere else. God has got us in a beautiful place, got the staff in a beautiful place, got the church in a beautiful place. And that's exactly what we're using this for. It's simply to do that. It is seed money and preparation money for all that God has for us in the front, right? We've done it a bunch of different ways, but this time it's what it's used for. And I love that, that we all come together and we say we're all together in this, okay? We're not exalting man, we're not exalting an envelope, we're not exalting a dollar amount. We're coming and being like magi and we're giving our best to King Jesus. That's what it's all about. A couple of other things and then we're gonna do this. I want you to see verse, uh, look at verse 10. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. 
Mm. Can I say something to you about joy? Can't go get that at Walmart. <laughs> Can't. Joy comes from in here. Doesn't come from out here. Can I ask you a question about the Magi? Did they tangibly get a gift? They didn't get a gift. Not one handed to them. Okay? They came and gave the gift. They gave. So, Jeff, you're telling me that the giver can have more joy than the receiver? Oh, every time. Every time. Because ultimately, how do you trump getting what he gave us? How to do that? I could get, and there's nothing wrong with Christmas, and I love getting gifts. Don't, don't get me wrong. And there's nothing wrong with getting gifts. But no gift I've ever received in 58 years has ever trumped the greatest gift God ever gave me, and that was his son, Jesus. And at 10 years old, didn't even know what I was really saying yes to. I knew I wanted Jesus in my heart. And when I came to the front of that church at First Baptist Church in Athens and gave my life to Jesus, mm, best day of my life, best day. Best day of my mom's life, too, <laughs> and my dad's. What I'm saying is, how do you trump the greatest gift? And we live in this world, and sometimes, unfortunately for us as believers and Christians and people that have been given the greatest gift of all, we fall into the trap. If we don't get the right gift, it's not been a good Christmas. Mm. When we come up here and lay this gift in the manger, my prayer is that if that's in your heart, it would die as well. Don't ever let the gift be greater than the gift. There's no gift that you will ever receive better and sweeter than Jesus, better and sweeter than Jesus. The joy comes, happiness can make you, happenings can make you happy, but joy mm, comes from Jesus, and he comes from the inside. And this holiday season, this Christmas season, let the joy of receiving the greatest gift of all be the joy that bubbles up in you. And no matter what you get, if it's the right size or if it's the ugliest tie you've ever seen, all right, let it be joy. Let it be joy. And find a way to give the greatest joy ever, the gift, to someone else. Even if it's in the grocery store, even if for a little nugget, just give somebody the greatest gift that was ever given to you. Give them Jesus. Just say Jesus to them. Pray over them. Speak Jesus to them. You'd be surprised what it does to your Christmas, my friend. Be surprised. A couple things and we're done. Look how they do it. On coming to the house, they saw. Mm, whew, that's a big deal. They bowed down. Amen. And they worshiped. I love the order. They saw him. When you see him, you really see yourself. Can't help but bow. And what they do? They worshiped. This right here is worship. When you tithe and you give, it's worship. Okay? It's just worship. All right? It's just worship. They open their treasures. All right? That's what we're doing. How good is God? He's real good. Has he been good to you? Ooh, yes. Been good. Been good to me. Okay? This is an opportunity for us. One accord, one voice, one heart, one purpose, one church, all together. 
Different names, don't know everybody. Different faces, don't know all the faces. Came from different places for such a time as this. Everyone in here for a purpose is for King Jesus. And the manger is what? To exalt him. Every bit of it, all right? Let me pray for you as we prepare our hearts, all right? The instructions will be given out as soon as I pray. The deacons will be in place, okay? Um, let me say this real fast. If you haven't been here before, we will go in sections. I'll, I will tell you who leads us. That's the preschool. <laughs> We're very trusting around here, all right? Preschool will come first. Beautiful. I want you to watch it. I want you to see it because some of you have children to do it. Then the children will come. The children will come, and they will go around, all right? Melissa and I will go over, and we'll follow the children. This section over here, okay, north section, my left side, they will go first, okay? Not to confuse you, but to confuse you. This section is the only section that goes from the front, okay? Everybody else will be dismissed from the back. You just follow the deacons. They'll come by and drop the gifts here, okay? Don't rush it, but enjoy it. If you are uncomfortable coming, you don't have to come. If you've given through uh, the app or online and you still just want to drop an envelope here because you want to be a part of one body, one accord, one voice, that, that look of the living body of Christ, do that. Please do that, Okay? Don't just sit there. But if you're here for the very first time, you walked in and this is what you walked into, bless you, I love you, and I'll hug you after church. But you don't have to come. You do not have to come, okay? You do not have to come. We're not gonna pull you out of the seat, but we're asking everyone to be a part of this because it's a beautiful time for one living body and one church to do it all together, okay? Let me pray and then we'll start. Father, we love you. Man, that's just the cry of our heart, man. We just love you. God, you're good, 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 so good. You've been so good to the house here. Sweet spirit, sweet church, sweet people. And God, you have so, so much ahead for us. God, we've done a lot, but God, you have so much more to do. And God, this manger offering goes to set us up for that. We're just waiting on your green light. We're just waiting on your word. We're just waiting on your voice, just waiting for you to show us. And God will follow you. And so God, as the church, the living body comes by, just like the Magi, God, I pray that we come to exalt the one born King. That's why we're here. And that's why we give. And that's why we worship. We thank you. We love you. We adore you. We ask your blessings in Christ's name. Hey, thanks for joining us today here at the Church at Bushland online. Hey, if you were inspired by today's message, we'd love to hear from you. Just drop a message in the comments or you could email us at info at bushland.com. We'd love to hear what God's doing in your life. Also, man, if there's anything we could agree for in prayer with you guys, just text the word pray to 806-557-1800. We believe there's power in agreement um, with the Lord. And so um, if we could pray for you, just do that for us. Um, and if you'd like to connect further with us through social media, uh, just search the church at Bushland. You can find out more things that are coming up here um, and get involved that way. And then if you'd like to plan a visit, uh, we'd love to see you face-to-face. -face. We have services here, 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. every Sunday. You can go to our website, thechurchatbushland.com, and plan that visit, and we look forward to meeting you that way. Finally, man, just thanks again for joining us. Pray your faith was encouraged, and we look forward to journeying with you in the days ahead. So have a blessed day.